Mazda just got down on its knees and started playing somewhat over-enthusiastically Toyota's flute. And I agree, this is not a pleasant image to consider. Up for grabs with today's announcement is the tantalising but BS proposition of carbon-neutral biofuel. Unfortunately, though, this one doesn't even pass the most cursory of sniff tests. I'm John Cadogan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Straight only website card. Somewhere up there. Oh, yeah, there. Anyway. Now, check it out, dude, in black and white. Read it and weep. I know I did. Mazda joins Research Association of Biomass Innovation for Next Generation Automobile Fuels. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? I know I do. This is a really easy story to cover. You'll see it popping up all over the place in the general news media and also the specialist automotive media. Anyone can do it. The most junior burger of journalists can copy and paste this one. Keep an advertiser sweet and just spray clickable virtue out into the interwebs. What a pity that this is little more than a grubby greenwashing exercise. This report is sponsored by NordVPN. Now, I'm not a hardcore IT guy, but I've heard enough, especially recently, about data breaches, scams and hacks to know that being online can be inherently risky and costly. You don't have to be tech savvy to use NordVPN it's a simple one-stop cybersecurity solution. One click and you are protected from hackers, malware and pop-ups across as many as six devices. NordVPN is the world's fastest VPN. I don't even notice it running in the background, frankly. And it only costs about as much as a cup of coffee to keep your data, your identity and your devices secure every month. NordVPN can also save you money because you can assign your virtual location to another country where, for example, flights and accommodation might be cheaper than they are back at home. The same goes for streaming services and you can access live sporting events and other content that may not be available where you actually live. It's a pretty small price to pay for cyber security. Not to mention the potential savings also on the table. Go to nordvpn.com slash AEJC to get a huge discount off your plan plus four months free. Totally risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com slash AEJC. Link in the description. And thanks to Nord for sponsoring this episode. This is how greenwashing actually works. On the 20th of July last year, the Toyota newsroom posted this little gem. Six private companies establish research association of biomass innovation for next generation automobile fuels. Fantastic, dude. Six private companies just got off their asses, had a few meetings and decided to do the right thing. Thing, finally! <laughs> yes. 
Who are these corporations exactly? Well, let me count them down for you. There's duos different flavours of Toyota, the motor corporation and also the infrastructure arm of the same thing in Japan, right? So two of the six are flip sides of the Toyota coin, in other words, plus an oil company named Enios, plus Suzuki, Daihatsu and Subaru. They all devoted what is little more than a rounding error in their balance sheets to the formation of this grandiose-sounding but largely bullshit concept, the Research Association of Biomass Innovation. <laughs> they must have had a dozen meetings just about the name. How can we just make it drip with virtue and credibility and divorce ourselves from us so that we can hold it at arm's length? Now, why is it this six? Why this six? Well, the two Toyotas, they're just twins, only their mums can tell them apart, obviously. <sighs> we'll get into the other companies in just a moment, but this is a bullshit concept, okay, because of pesky things like the laws of thermodynamics, which, unlike the laws of man, can't actually be bent, right? So that's a real problem. Carbon-neutral biofuel is an unworkable but fantastic-sounding prospect. It's impossible to do biofuel with carbon neutrality. Nobody's done this successfully. And even if you could do it really, really small, like in the equivalent of a thimble, it doesn't scale. And it doesn't scale pretty damn fast, okay? This is just effectively, this association, the Research Association of Biomass Innovation, is just a kind of shiny toy that a grubby car maker can trot out whenever it needs to look green. Like when it needs to say to the government or to members of the public, well, look at all the green initiatives we've got over here. You know, the research innovation thing, right? I'd suggest that if greenwashing were money laundering, this association is the local casino. Let us not forget that the composition of these companies that make up the association, well, Toyota and Toyota, they own 5% of Suzuki and 5% of Mazda, which just joined, okay? Daihatsu is a fully owned Toyota subsidiary, and Toyota owns 20% of Subaru and is, not coincidentally, the largest shareholder as well. Toyota and Enios, the oil company, they're already sleeping together over hydrogen. And uh, this is, they're doing that in the public domain while respectively concentrating on their main games, which would be selling big, filthy, carbon-belching Hiluxes and Land Cruisers, etc. And in the case of Enios, selling a whole bunch of liquid hydrocarbon fuels in the conventional way. Like, so, yay. In other words... Toyota and an oil company got in bed together and then Toyota got its cattle prod out and nudged all of the other car makers that it owns a big chunk of across the line to form this bullshit association so that they can all look a little bit green together. There's no car maker involved in this research association that does not have a big chunk of ownership with Toyota written down the bottom of it. So that's got to tell you something, right? According to the association's own bullshit, it's actually done nothing yet, but it will, quote, 
promote technological research on the use of biomass, as well as efficient production of bioethanol fuel for automobiles through the optimised circulation of hydrogen, oxygen and CO2 during production to achieve a carbon-neutral society. Now, all the right words, they're kind of in an understandable order. They just don't mean anything. This is just bullshit buzzwords sounding virtuous together. So, fantastic. Well done. That's not a plan, you know? Like, a plan is, right, we're all going to insert ourselves over here and lie really, really still and all aim down at that point. And then when the enemy walks past us, we're going to shoot him in the back and then all go home for breakfast. That's a plan. That's not a plan. That's just a collection of buzzwords to be used in a green report. According to the association, its specific research areas are as follows. Number one, research on efficient ethanol production systems. Because clearly nobody's done that yet. Quote, with the aim of improving production technology for second-generation bioethanol fuel that does not compete with food. Very important to put that in so that the social justice types can't object. The Research Association will design, install and operate production facilities, identify issues with production, research solutions and study ways to improve the efficiency of production systems. Yeah, obviously, because nobody's already doing that, are they, with ethanol? Plus... You can't make ethanol without always incurring, paying, whatever, the opportunity cost of not making food with the carbohydrate feedstock. That's how this works. So we're always going to have the food versus fuel debate when it comes to ethanol production. They cannot be separated. And the net energy balance of ethanol production is shit. It's properly shit. A case could easily be made that you cannot make ethanol with a positive net energy balance, which means you're expending more hydrocarbon energy to produce the crop and then turn it into ethanol than you would extract by just burning the hydrocarbons for transportation. It depends on the feedstock specific, like it could be wheat or corn or sugarcane, and they're all a little bit different, but it's very difficult to get a positive net energy balance out of all of them. And we use a lot of wheat here in Australia, and it is properly shit on the net energy balance front, which is why ethanol is such a crap fuel from an energy balance point of view. The one virtue of ethanol is that in regions like ours, where we have very little liquid hydrocarbon reserves or raw materials like crude oil, if you have E10 as your major transport fuel, then you dilute your dependency on foreign oil by 10%. And that's really good for energy security, geopolitical stability, things of that nature, because we burn about 10 billion litres of diesel and 20 billion litres of petrol every year. If we made 2 billion litres of ethanol, that's 2 billion litres of petrol that we don't have to buy from overseas. 
ergo, our energy security improves. That's the only benefit of using ethanol for transportation. Number two, what is this bullshit association doing for point number two? Well, here goes. Research on byproduct oxygen CO2 capture and utilization. Quote, the Research Association will study how to use the high concentration of oxygen generated as a byproduct during hydrogen production, but only if you electrolyze water. 97% of hydrogen on Earth is made by the steam reforming of methane, which is one of the most hideously filthy processes known. So we're not talking about a great deal of oxygen in the greater scheme of hydrogen production just yet or in the foreseeable future. But anyway, as well as the CO2 generated during bioethanol fuel production. Two points on this. Oxygen has established industrial uses. We don't need to do research on what we can use oxygen gas for. We already know that. The only thing that will change if we adopt a widespread electrolysis of water to produce hydrogen is the amount of oxygen gas that will be created as a byproduct, and that'll just be a supply and demand thing. There'll be an oversupply of oxygen gas, and that'll change the economics of businesses that use oxygen gas for this and that, combustion acceleration, things of that nature, as oxi as a the oxidising agent, right? Obviously. But CO2, right? If you're going to make bioethanol and you're going to make CO2 as a byproduct, let's look at fun new ways to use CO2. And I'd suggest, dude, there aren't any. CO2 is one of the most useless byproducts known. There's no use for it. It's at the end of the chain. It's a low energy product. And although hypothetically you could use it for things like if you had to weld inside a big tank in a refinery, you could pump the tank full of CO2, which is inert, and then you could jump in there with breathing apparatus and weld a defect up in the tank or whatever. But then when you release the CO2 it's released, and if you release it fast enough, it's heavier than air, so it might just go down into the valley and suffocate a whole bunch of people down there. So that's kind of bad. There's really a limited number of uses of CO2 out there in uh, reality. Like, I've got two uh, cylinders there of Argo Shield Light, which is a gas for uh, gas metal arc welding, like MIG welding. And it's got a small amount of CO2 in it. I think it's like uh, 75, it's, no, it's 85 for the 90% argon. And then there's about 8 or 10% of CO2 and then 2 to 5% of oxygen. It's composition like that. Anyway, you can use CO2 for arc welding shielding processes, for example. But there's a limited application for that. And we produce just shit tons of CO2. So researching how to use it is a fool's errand. There are almost no additional ways to use CO2, and we're already all stocked up on CO2 industrially, so that's bullshit. Number three now, research on the efficient operation of the overall system, including fuel utilisation. <laughs> really scratching around for these last two points, I feel. The Research Association will investigate the issues involved with using bioethanol fuel obtained in one 
make and buy bioethanol, to automobiles and other vehicles and explore solutions. It will also study model formulas that can make predictions of both raw material cultivation production volumes and fuel production volumes. All the issues with using ethanol for a combustion fuel are already known. It's been studied. Like, combustion is a really well-understood process. Ethanol's been a potential fuel for donkey's years, and the issues are already known. Like, the operational issues of ethanol in internal combustion engines, nothing more to see here. We already know all of them. And this modelling agricultural production and fuel production, I'd suggest that's also fully understood. And finally, what does the association say is the cornerstone of their existence? Point number four, research on efficient raw material crop cultivation methods. Yay them. The research organisation will... De- I thought it was an association. ...will develop a system that proposes optimal cultivation methods for maximising yield and optimising crop components to secure raw materials for bioethanol fuels. It will aim to improve the accuracy of crop yield productions through soil composition surveys and other methods. What a brilliant idea. I went to an agricultural high school. It was a long time ago. Like, we rode dinosaurs to get there. But even back then, research was being done there. There are universities on Earth, all over, with whole departments devoted to maximising agricultural crop yields. There are people with PhDs looking into it already. I mean, there's no latent unexplored territory here and we certainly don't need Toyota and its frickin' flute players to assist. The concept is ridiculous. It's like, oh, that's a great idea. Why aren't we already doing that? Farming is big business. Go to your local supermarket. Look at all the agricultural products on the shelf. They got there for a reason. Maximising yield, if you're a farmer, is the difference between success and failure, the difference between making a profit or going tits up. That's how this works. And there is an incredible, enduring body of research going back not just decades, but centuries into maximising crop yields. Soil analysis. Why didn't we already think of that? Answer, we did, you freaking peanuts. This reeks of once-over-lightly greenwashing. It just reeks. If it was next to me, I'd be telling you not to step in it. Like, Jesus Christ. None of this is new, nor is it revolutionary or even frigging needed. This is just bullshit greenwashing by Toyota and its under-the-table crony flute players. And I'd suggest that they're only down there playing that flute because of the golden fricking handcuffs.